W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T, that's W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard, we stream first here on MutinyRadio.fm. Yes, every Sunday, make a habit of it. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you listen to MutinyRadio.fm for L-W-A-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. It is also a podcast. You know what? It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Right, Carl? Hi, Carl. Right. Hey, Mike. Right. What's up? W-L-A-F-L. Your drive time, DJ. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That acronym is also our podcast. So if you don't have time on Sundays to listen, you can listen Sunday night with our podcast description. And bonus, we're on the video on YouTube where you can watch us right now. At our not YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We do this every week. You listen to our podcast. You watch the movie at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? Heart Bleeps. We will watch today Heart Bleeps 1981. It's one word. You go to your YouTube search engine, and you put in heart, like boom, 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 boom. And then bleep, right. like I don't know what, like a curse word. No, like a robot bleeps. Beeps, beeps, beeps. I'm screwing up the audience. Heart beeps. Oh, I'm such a jerk. B-E-E-P-S. Heart, one word, heart, B-E-E-P-S, 1981. Sorry, audience. The channel is Ishka. Ishka, I-S-H-K-A-H. Uh, Ishka is hosting it, and he has it like it's almost uh, part of a, a playlist. It's number 41, Heart Beeps, starring Andy Kaufman, and then in right. parentheses, 1981. Really excited. This is a film I've heard about since 1981. I never mm-hmm. had a chance to see this movie, so lucky us, huh? Yeah, probably because yeah. it bombed. And I, I want to give a shout out to my buddy uh, FM DeMarco. Uh, for his movie podcast, his movie Facebook page recommended this link and finally found a link to Heartbeeps. So, Heartbeeps. I, I, I follow his father on uh, AM. AM. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, you know what, old man? I listen to uh, I listen to FM tomorrow. I think it's something to say. AM tomorrow. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I remember right. it tomorrow. 
Wow, we are all over the place. So here's what we're going to do. We want you to go find that link. That is course number 41.heartbeeps starring Andy Kaufman, 1981. And then go ahead, press the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero. We should mention there's ads in this. Yes. So yes. when you hit it, there's probably going to be an ad. Let the ad play, hit skip ad, and then hit pause when you get to the real meat of the movie. Rather short movie today. Uh, but once you get it paused and all ready and all set to go, heart beeping, when we say go, we want you to hit play and start the movie along with us so we can let us watch full length. Carl, we have a special comedian, celebrity comedian to yes. do our celebrity comedian countdown. He's Take it away, Carl. Okay. Good evening, Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. <clears throat> all right. Why did you play that clip where you're playing that clip where you're playing that clip? Johnny. Listen, I'm recording my podcast. Would you do our countdown? Sure. All right. This is Johnny Watson. He's a big time star. He was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was in, he's streaming right now on that John Lennon Netflix film. Um, he was uh, what? <laughs> he's 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 in this new movie called Fly Guys that's coming out. He was the star of this documentary called Last in Class. Ladies and gentlemen, counting us down from three. It's Johnny Watson. go wow thank you carl's friend on the phone my name is crime buster 00719 carl this movie's all over the place what's going on we'll get to opening credits in a minute it just starts in this awkward way in media res in the middle of shit in the middle of shit. Welcome to the movie. We got a hostage negotiation happening right now. Okay, you see the tree stump? It's threatening him. He's a cop. He's a robot cop. Crime buster. Right. Move or I'll shoot. There must be a way I can mute this. Uh, yes. Uh, you can mute it. And it seems. Is this a really talking movie, Carl? Yes, it's a very talky movie. Ron Gans is the voice of Crime Buster. And Ron, I didn't look you up. I was not impressed. <laughs> I'm so apologetic, Ron. Well, I, I recognize he's one of those, that guy's from Hollywood. You see that yeah. robot, you're like, oh, it's that guy. It's that guy. Well, that robot, Mike, it's really interesting. It's from the $6 million man. Um, it was just they retooled it. And to use it in the, it was from an episode of the Six Million Dollar Man, and they just, you know, put a few more bells and whistles on it. I remember that's when Steve Austin taunted the other robots. Ha ha! I got a penis. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. How many movies has Andy Kaufman been in? Zero, right? Yeah, he was. Um, let's see here. I have him right here. Yeah, his name is Val, and we're getting to meet him right now. He's a robot. Um, hardly any. He was all over TV. You see, he was in negotiations for a movie about Tony Clifton, but they didn't have confidence in him because they didn't know if he was a star or not. You know, he could do it. So they right. put him in this film as a test. Wow, what an expensive test. Yeah, yeah, $12 million. And that's like, this is what, early 80s money? 
Yeah, now they made two million one hundred and fifty-four thousand. Like they lost ten million dollars on this film. Now here's Randy Quaid on the left. Well, yeah, on the left. Uh, the big guy. The one with the yeah, mega hat. From uh I guess you could say he's uh from National Lampoon's Vacation, right? That's how everyone knows yeah. him. I, I know him from tabloid newspapers from across the country in Canada. Ah. For, his, for his latest crazy antics. His but yeah, aunt, he, uh, he, his uncle is okay, but his antics is crazy, man. <laughs> and this is Kenneth McMillan. He's a character actor. You would know him from like Dune. And um, he always plays these like gruff, hostile characters. Uh, he was in Rhoda for years. He's a character actor. You'll know his face. Right now, sure. we're looking at his ears. Now, they just manufactured him and they're going to let him go? or? Well, he's come in for repairs. Something's wrong. He's got to get fixed. So they're just warehousing him until it's time. Man, that makeup must be crazy. Yeah, it is. And the guy's like a award winner. He didn't win an Oscar, but he was nominated. He his his name is Stan Winston, and sure. he, was, he lost the Oscar to um, American Werewolf in London. We can understand why he did. Right. But, what a uh, year. Okay, I got an ad going. Ad four, three, uh, two. Hanaria. Bread. Why would you have something called Dan? Hey, Angelinos, don't tell me where I am. Stop specifying location. Skip ad. Sorry, that should be Denver. Skip ad. Is there a way I could skip the? Yeah, you could skip the ad. Skip the ad. I'm clicking skip ad. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I should do it on the yeah, actual. Ah. There, few. Ah. Hey, Bernadette Peters. Yeah. Now, who should his bunkmate be here on a high shelf in a store in a warehouse? But another model, this model, you see, he's Val. He's Valcom17485, and he's like a stockbroker kind of, like a commodities trader kind of robot. I know and his Bern brother, Vic20. <laughs> yeah. Vic, Valcom, Valcom17485. We're going to call him Val. And she is Aquacom. Eight nine zero four five. Now they didn't know about dot coms at that point, right? Valcom right. and Aquacom must be computer though, which is it's what dot com is. It isn't. Um, and she is like a, a robot for parties, and not for sex, but for like um, serving at pool parties mostly, but other social functions too, like serving tray and engaging in conversation hey have you checked out my bernadette peters bot <laughs> no that sounds really interesting oh bernadette peter bot uh, yeah if i had a bernadette peters bot i would have big plans for her she I would, would ask her about her human's career you know what was it like to be working with the robot probably can't answer because doesn't know what it's like to, to work with other humans Sigourney Weaver was offered this role to be Bernadette Peters' role, and she really wanted to do it. And her agent was like, come on, what are you, crazy? What is Andy Kaufman? Ridiculous. It's a pretty crazy premise. Actress. What's that? 
It's a pretty crazy premise. I, I remember Alan Arquish. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's the director. He did a bunch of cool movies. Don't we like one of his films? Go Crazy or something? Go Bananas? Well, there's Get Crazy in nineteen. Get Crazy. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, I get it mixed up, up with Going Bananas. Engage in talk. Oh, all right. Hang on. Uh... And we will hear Andy Kaufman. My designation is Aquacom. Aquacom. I am being custom reconditioned. As a companion hostess, that's for how they talk to us during this movie. And yeah, functions. and it's how she'll talk throughout. My observation concerning the I beauty do like the of sunset. the sunset. The sunset is pretty. Is yeah, the director did do a good I'm job. Now, this guy started with like with Roger Corman. What? What? No, no, come on, come on. Oh, I thought you were talking. Hang on. Well, by the time I unmute, I, I miss out. However, for the calm series robots. Charm increases desirability and is therefore valuable knowledge. I to him in the companion series. You hear it? Yeah. Wait, I want to hear more. I am Valcom one seven four eight five. Function. Okay, I don't want to hear any more. Okay. Oh, that is really annoying. Well, that's the movie. Great. But it's endearing and sweet. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times with sound, and they're playing the nice music. John Williams did the music, by the way. Yeah. The producer who worked on this was also with John Williams on uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, so they pulled him in. It's a really beautiful soundtrack, but, like, John, that's like hitting it, fixing it with a hammer, you know? I mean, it's too, he's too good for this film. Well, Stan, Stan Winston is a pretty impressive special effects guy. And yeah. just by losing to Rick Baker that year, it just shows how crazy uh, competition was. But they're all like stellar people. This movie, like, I remember when it came out in the theaters and the ad campaign looked really weird. Yeah. Really you, you can't really say that for many films. The taglines are funny. Um, Meet a modern nuclear family unlike any other. Well, that's not funny. Um yeah, they're not funny. Okay. Excuse me. The other tagline is "Wanted." Be on the lookout for this gang of misfit robots. It's really actually not good tags at all, is it? Oh well, I'll be on the lookout. People will be like, "Mike, that was a movie poster. You don't really have to look out for misfit <laughs> robots." Now, there will be a thunderstorm, and. During this thunderstorm, they will both be scared. In this movie, robots totally have emotions. Do they it's really? Anthony Quinn, should I get it? It's Anthony Quinn. I won't get it. Um, no, I don't. What was I saying? They have emotion in this. You'll see. Go ahead. Come on. Why don't you be? Don't be stingy on the mute this episode. Okay, hang on. Just give me a second. I'm doing this old-fashioned style. I gotta uh, manually do stuff. Okay. Okay, hang on. No, I want to hear it. Uh, yeah, you're just going to hear a thunderstorm, Mike. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> Give me a break. Wait, hang on. One... Man, old school, I have to manually click the button. Yeah, you have to manually. Yeah. It's old school. Looks... Man, I got to switch browser windows. Oh, you do? I... 
Yeah, I can't see you, Carl. I have. I want to see okay. you. I, watch the movie. I guess so. This is okay, some well, pretty cool. So now the storm is calming, so they're not being, you know, holding hands and being scared. But they like suddenly see they don't like each other like love or something like it will grow into that. Or, now, aren't or they going to be future? trying to telegraph that? Uh oh. Yeah. Training. Double O Seven Spy Bot. <laughs> crime Buster. Crime Buster. Crime Buster. Now that I just tickles me pink that this is from a TV show with uh and it's Six Million Dollar Man. Right. This guy's great, Mike. Don't be stingy on the mute button with this guy. And don't do it now. Don't do it now. Throughout our film, be ready. By the time I press the button, they're going to talk. Now, is this James Coco? Is this uh, Paul Dooley? No. Um, Kill the kid. You know what? Okay, it's Barry Diamond. Oh, I know Barry Diamond. I didn't look him up. I He's looked up. Like, I'm not going to say poor man's Bobcat, but he was in a Bachelor Party as a crazy friend. Oh. Uh, he's he's really funny. He's, he was in National Lampoon's Class Reunion, which we saw back in the day. Yes, we did. And uh, he, it's, it's, he's always a welcome presence. Uh, he, he's a, he did a bunch of comedy albums in the 80s. Rainbow. Pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah. He's like, what is the function of a rainbow? The neurologic senses the scientific of all the colors on the spectrum that the human eye can detect. Yes. He got to perform with Carol Kane too in Taxi. So he's he's performed with Bernadette Peters and Carol Kane. Now Bernadette Peters was all about Broadway. We think of her as a movie star because that's how we know right. her, but really most all of her career was Broadway. And of course she was in The Jerk and you know she was she was in a lot of films. Um Pennies from Heaven, Annie, the she was on Carol Burnett show, The Muppet Show, she was in Silent Movie, but really she won Tony Awards. She was nominated all the time. She was really a I always associate her with uh Mel Brooks movies too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Kimmy Schmidt, wasn't she the landlord on that show? I think so. Or no, that's probably Carol Kane. I got it mixed up. God damn it. I don't know who Carol Kane is. Can you believe that? She looks exactly like Bernadette Peters. Oh, here's Barry Diamond. Hang on. Let me manually click it. Now, this is a very delicate machine. It's not right to just oh, tell Andy me what's Clayton. right. Speaking of right, I'm staying Randy? at this gorgeous hotel. I told the clerk, I got a leak in the sink. He said, go ahead. Customers always right. <laughs> Carl, that's my act. <laughs> I so, got a um, leak in my sink. Yeah, they underutilized uh, Randy Quaid here because he plays a straight guy the whole time, which we've seen him do before. But he's really yeah, he's a always like a big actor. Well, in the seventies, he was like a serious actor. One floor uh, is Cuckoo's Nest, The Last Detail. Yeah. The Last Detail for sure. I don't know if he was in Cuckoo's Nest. Well, don't so quote me you, on Cuckoo's Nest. Do you, do you think that 
like National Lampoon movie, you know, vacation, really suddenly now he's a comedic actor. Well, I mean, he also was on SNL, like during that weird year as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, with Martin Short and Harry Shearer, like they just, oh, uh, Anthony Hall, Michael Anthony Hall and, and Robert Downey Jr., wasn't it him? Yeah. They just stacked that show. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, all right. Click, and click. And he didn't hear the weasel. Oh, I miss. I just, Stop. I just got his punchline. Yeah. <laughs> right, every bit where they, the guy tells a joke, you start with the punchline, and that's not what the monkey said. And then everyone goes, <laughs> <laughs> "That's right, that's classic." That I, I remember that most like. They'd be at a um, one time, like the Flintstones got rich, they were having a cocktail party, and that was what <laughs> <So> the monkey <laughs> says. <laughs> the scene opens up with him telling, finishing a joke. Yeah, it's all living. <laughs> oh no, uh, oh, I'm clicking oh, skip ads. I'm clicking Distant skip ads. I need to take a field trip. With a highly intelligent companion okay, how to come help me no... collect, oh, store, and interpret data. I lack such a unit. So Barry <laughs> Diamond has a plan for these two? No. No, he's a third wheel. Are they robot small talking? No, he's proposing that they leave there and go. he wants to go out and gather data about lumber which is what he trades in commodity, you see? So he thinks this will help his primary function. And he needs, he desires a unit to assist him with processing and interpretation of data. And she's like, I am such a unit. Cute. Oh, wow, so they really met cute in this movie. Yeah, this movie is cute throughout the whole thing. That's a good way to explain it. And uh, this this wasn't a hit. This was a big bomb. And uh, Andy Kaufman, like, shot his own foot in a way because he didn't get... Uh, okay, I don't know. He didn't... This wasn't his baby. You know what I mean? They gave him the right. script. They put him in it. Um, so it's a little unfair. But uh, And also, look, they green-lighted his budget... Not him, it's the director and the producer. They greenlighted the budget with under this mistake of R2-D2 and C-3PO are very popular with kids. Can you imagine, Carl? God damn it. Get me production. We need an R2-D2 movie in right. the pipelines now. What about this Kaufman kid? We've been looking to try him out. Yeah, Perfect. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You mean that Tony oh. Clifton pick? Do you I'm recognize so the character actor? I recognize the board game. Aren't they playing Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer? Mm -hmm. That's Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Who left the fridge door open? Mike! I don't, rec I don't recognize any of them. What's up, Carl? He's saying, like, I got my wife the... Uh, Clean up bot and she loves it. I don't know. 
this truck and its contents might be valuable to us. Yeah, so let's just save us time and energy depreciation. Oh man, these robots have gone bad. Yeah, they're breaking bad that. in a, in the uh, that camper. Um, where is um? God damn it! What's his name? Catskill, Catskill model. Checky. Jackie. I thought I made that name up. I didn't. Shecky's a real name. Shecky Green's like one of the world's most famous Catskills comedians. Oh, okay. Okay. I in uh Life's Laugh Lessons, I named the guy Shecky and nobody batted an eye. I didn't know I was paying homage. Yeah, that's right. You were. There, there was a Jewish humor magazine called Shecky Magazine for a while. <laughs> No, right now she's being a like kind of wife. She's like, my danger sense is. Why don't you reach? You know, could you reduce speed, please? Please check map. I don't need map, honey. Please right, check right. map. So it's like, what'd you do with the robots? They're not there. The fuck? So now Randy Quaid and and um. Gosh, his name's Max. Max okay. and Charlie. Stupid names. Um, oh, here. Here we go. Is that Ned Beatty? You two get pressure. And Good guess. Good guess. Look, Rob, we're trying to Don't look Rob and me, God damn it. It's Richard Stahl, who we saw in Hopscotch. Right. Isn't he, isn't he Arliss? Best known as Arliss. I don't no. think so. No. Nope. Well, he's I best the... known for Splash. He was the doctor in Splash. Gotcha. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Run off and, and find, find us a known. unicorn. So it's like, you guys gotta, go, gotta leave the complex and go find him. They're in Colorado. They shot in Colorado. Now, nice. it, it gets warm in Colorado, so it really limited the time in which they could have the makeup on. It would start to... Melt's not the right word. It would start to go bad. Yeah, I mean, it looks really restrictive. The the robot, robot makeup looks cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I would love to have like that. they're robots. Yeah, totally. I don't know about the robot with the mouth open to the side. I feel uncomfortable being served food from it. <laughs> I think it would be mocking me. <laughs> Crime Buster 007, no relation. The James Bond. I got that joke right. Oh, Carl, I watched this movie. Ip, I don't know if you're a fan of uh, Ip Man, but the fourth one, uh, Ip Man's in San Francisco in the 1950s. He's the guy who taught Bruce Lee. There were no IP uh, addresses in the 1950s. Well, they have, they're in a military base, and it's, it's a Chinese production, and they have English in it. So the drill sergeant is like, bust your ass. And at one point he goes, uh, put the banana in the tailpipe. Oh, really? From Eddie Murphy? Yeah. yeah, I think the movie was 2003. But the drill sergeant yells at them, banana in the tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> We're not following any banana in the tailpipe. It sounds like the military is yelling that. God, I love it. Hitman, really good. So Hitman 4, the finale. Val ran us off the road, you know, because, Women you know, awkward. Right. 
he was driving crazy and um now they got to figure stuff out you know they're a little trapped so they're in colorado right now even though it looks like they just shot somewhere it looks like they shot in your backyard carl no that looks look at those pines that looks like colorado nice you see that like cooling shade even though it's hot as shit that the pines give yeah that's that kind of forest now barry diamond was with them all the time yeah he's the third wheel literally right they've got all these spare parts and now that the truck has crashed they've got to carry him and that's not efficient okay and val is efficient so what he does is he and bernadette peters assemble a unit a little robot with all their spare parts and what this you know, becomes really yeah. is their child oh ah 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 bad thank you i for a second i wanted a beer there he is that's our kid kid bot right hello you are listening to am demarco my your dad this is my show sorry fm wow there was a lot of shitty robots in the early 80s i i can't these robots are not as bad as disney's the black hole robots oh those were horrible those were like sam and bob yeah yeah but this guy talk like Oh, I think there's a Christian analogy going through the black hole. <laughs> Shut up, Bob. That robot smoking a cigar, I think they only made one of him, and they said, we should not make a second one. <laughs> he's a cat. He's, a, he's the stand-up comedian. You can have him for the night. He's a cat skills model. Oh, I got you. Funny thing happened on the way to the... Yeah. Yeah. Humor processing now. Humorous, is her humorous, humorous story. Now, the person who really is going to end up loving his jokes is um, uh, the little guy. What's his name? How can I not remember what his name is? There was a lot of names I saw in the opening credits, like a lot of people I recognize. Phil, Phil. Okay, so I don't understand this, and I should have researched this. It says Jerry Garcia as Phil's voice. Can you believe that? Phil is a little... Um, How would sure that be possible? I, I, I think it's Most possible. The director used to work when he was a kid at NYU. He used to work at the Fillmore East, and the Grateful Dead went in and out of there a lot. A lot of stars did. Sure. But... The, let me just look at this up and at a cocktail party I was I do remember like when this movie came out, it's robots walking around in the forest. Yes, it is. There's something <laughs> weird about there's something weird about that. Like it's cool. Well, okay. As you know, robots run on electricity. So what hap- happens? if you run out of electricity ooh ooh i know teach pick pick me ooh um, ooh spiegelman it's it's pronounced spiegelman uh mr goy uh 
they they don't robot. What? They don't robot? I don't know. Yeah, they stop roboting. <laughs> no mo no mo robato. No mo <laughs> No mo gato, Mr. Uh, no more robotos. Jerry Garcia, it is. It's the real Jerry Garcia. Now there's I guess Phil, there's a guy named Phil in the Grateful Dead. He's the other one. Oh, isn't it O C H O C H S? Isn't that him? Phil no. Oops. Or Weir, isn't it Weir? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, you're right. It's not Phil Weir. Maybe it's the it's drummer not... is. Huh. John Weir. Okay, oh, never no. mind. Do we have to talk to a deadhead now to figure this out? I blame marijuana. I should know the answers right at the tip of my tongue. Right. But you don't have any marijuana, so it's not. Oh, really yes, I do. Nothing, oh, yes, I nothing's, do. Nothing's That's registering. Not... Nothing's registering because you have a. Yeah, it's great. It's a good contrast, Carl. You see, they're in human robots, and this is nature. Now, she's a character. I, I don't know. Her name's Kathleen Freeman. And uh, she was in vaudeville. You see her on the left there? Yeah. She was, like, with Jerry Lewis in 11 films, like, a, being, a, like, a foil. That's sure. How, she was in the Blues Brothers. They called her the Penguin. She was, uh... Right, she was the nun. Right. You know, and she was in the new Dragnet and Naked Gun, 33 and a third, and... She had cameos in Gremlins, and she she's a big deal. Yeah, they got they got a ringer in this movie called the Big Gun. They're calling. Uh, they're calling for Phil. They're looking for Phil. He has. He is lost. Phil unit. Phil calm. Phil calm. Ray's last name is Calm. I might be wrong. Their last name is Com. Hi, right. is Phil there? Two bar. Yeah, Phil there? Fill my pockets? Hang on, let me check. <laughs> Phil there? Phil, fill my pockets? I don't nobody name that name. My pockets. Okay, so they're looking. Okay, wait till you see her. There's her face. You know her now? Yeah, of course. She's in like, uh, I know her from Jerry Lewis movies. I've, I've seen her. <laughs> Ladies, man. No, but in the, I got to tell you, Mike, I watched, uh, that's not really true. I took a look at some clips. I watched right. um, her in those Jerry Lewis films, and uh, she's a young person. She does not look like that. She was in a bunch of those movies, but she, I know who you're yeah, talking about. Was. I recognize her. Well, let's see uh, here. Wow, they found the uh, cigarette lighter. I was born a cigarette lighter, and now I am sentient. Bleep blorp. <laughs> so they've already started a nuclear family. Yeah, that's our tag. Terrible tag. Now, I this didn't that's... get a, any Razzies, but the um, 1981 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards really favored them. Um, Wait a minute. The 1981 Stinker Awards? Were yeah, they like the Stinkers Razzies went away. They, it's all nominations. This film didn't win any categories, but it was nominated. Worst picture, worst screenplay, 
screenplay. Most painfully unfunny comedy. Worst actor wow. was Andy Kaufman. Most was he bad in his movie? Accent. Wow, he won the 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 Covenant, the notorious worst accent award from the Stinkers. No, no, just nominated, and it's the Stinkers, uh, the Stinkers bad movie award. Look, oh. the Razzies won. The Razzies have legs. They're still with us today. The Razzies are the VHS of uh, Betamax competitors. Bingo. Gotcha. Uh, Stinkers, you left us too soon. <laughs> Just when Megaforce was coming out, too. Huh? Guys, you blew it. Kroll was coming out next year. You All blew right. it, Stinkers. You blew it, Stinkers. Had you been around for a couple more years, could have done more movies. I can see the makeup, you know, melting. It must have been it a little smoke. Do you think it's like... Do you feel like, as an audience member, looking at their makeup, you feel like kind of sorry for them? Like it's distracting? Like, yeah, My, they must be no, in a lot of pain. I never am sympathetic with you. You're always looking at the plight of the actor. Like, oh, sure. my God, they made them do this. They're uh -huh. mud wrestling. I never emphasize. Oh, These are movie stars. They should earn their money. Listen, Eddie Deason's roommate was not a movie star. He was just supposed to show up to Bugsy's Girl. He did That's not know true. he was going to be mud wrestled. That is true. You you yeah. you got me there. Got you there. There's other ones about that film too that were you know the guy getting hung upside down and yeah yeah. But but this is a twelve million dollar budget. It's Bernadette Peters. I do not feel bad that some makeup is caking on her face. They, yeah, I mean, they spent a lot on this makeup, too. God, I can't believe they said robots are hot. Make me a <laughs> robot movie. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they did from 3P. 3P uh, so right now what's happening, just like Val made the dumb decision, I am in full control of this vehicle. He's like, I will reason with the bear, right? So he goes in there say, look at my non-threatening manner, bear. We would like to share your cave. <laughs> <laughs> are wow. you damaged yeah hurt little hurt pride lost his bow tie uh, no he gave it to phil that was a locator unit so now if phil gets lost again i i should have mentioned he took off his bow tie which was his locator unit and he put it on phil i apologize no. for not realizing the plot bear because they love Phil. They're starting to, like, Phil is, in, Phil is not a unit that can protect himself. We must care for Phil. Oh, interesting. Interesting parody and satire of the, of the modern family. You know, it really is a cute film. Um, yeah. And I don't really think it deserved its bomb as much as you don't invest $12 million in this. I have to say the runtime is a little disconcerting. I mean, it's 87 minutes. Yeah, well, they hated the first cut from this director, Alan Arkush. 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 Alan Arkush. Say it again. This, okay. This guy did rock and roll high school. Right. No, I know who he is. He's really funny. With the Ramones. Yeah. 
He's made uh, get go crazy is a good movie. Uh, yeah, he's done some good ones. So it's kind of you know I'm not surprised to see he's the one who came up with this. He did Caddyshack too. I don't know if that's a big deal, but he did El- Elvis meets Nixon in '97, and I think that was right. Pretty- <clears throat> he did it's like a drama called um, Shake Rattle and Rock for TV in '94. It was supposed to be the prequel to uh, Rock and Roll High School. So he was born in Jersey, and he went to school in Fort Lee. And when he was went to Ooh. high school in Fort Lee, the director, Alan Urkush, and when he went to, you know, he got inspired to make the film from his experiences in high school. He goes to NYU, and who is his professor and advisor? Martin Scorsese. Nice. I thought it was going to be Xavier, uh, Charles <laughs> Xavier, but that's that's not bad either. Professor X. That's so dark. Uh, What's going on? He worked for Roger Corman, and then he had the opportunity to make rock, rock and Roll High School with the Ramones. And so Roger Corman was like, if you do a good job, you'll never have to work for me again. Because they're like, I think, made it, you know. From what I understand, him and Joe Dante edited the trailers for New World Pictures for Corman. That's exactly right. They made yeah. the trailers. Those two. Yeah, and I, th- I haven't seen Hollywood Boulevard, but they they co-directed a movie early in their careers. Like, uh, I don't know if it's a the stock footage of other movies or just like kids mm-hmm. driving up and down Hollywood Boulevard or what have you. But now, uh, by the way, Catskill guy is telling jokes and 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 Phil is loving it, and this a bonding thing will happen between them. And when it comes to the energy and electricity crisis, it'll play out. Yeah, you like that, huh? I like it when you like things like that. Because when you're happy, I'm happy. I haven't been this happy since the time I bought a pet skunk. Oh, yeah? My wife said, where do you expect to keep it? I said, under our bed. She said, what about the smell? And I said, he'll have to get used to it, just like I did. (laughs) Just like I did. That's a great tag. (laughs) Once you get the pun sign, keep talking. Hey, Hey, so what about the smell? I said, oh, don't worry about the skunk. He'll probably get just to the smell soon enough, but being a skunk under the bed and all. Yeah, he does. Time. Stepping on his punch, he really is. You're right. Yeah. He'll get used to it. You let the audience laugh. And then you go, just like I did, tag. Tag. Or I, I would recommend a tag of, because the smell is actually not from the skunk, from the skunk, but it's the actual bed. I Let's listen you. now. Let's listen, right. let's listen. Manual click. Yeah. Keep listening. <laughs> I have already computed that fact. Keep listening. They get a kiss? They'll get interrupted. And it'll be a, one of the only funny scenes in this film when they're awkward. I'll finish with my shoulder. See if you can fix my pressure center. <laughs> so, Bernadette Peters is going to try to fix random impulses. Right, it must be broken. Strong impulses. Sorry to torture you, Mike. All right, you don't have to listen. No, no, let's get to the punchline. There's no, uh, the punchline's coming a ways off. They're going to be all touching each other for a while. Uh, and then the skunk said, don't worry about me. I just need to rest. 
here under the bed that was bought at Sealypostropedic. <laughs> Second hand, hence the smell. <laughs> that I got used to as I step on the last. It's so funny when you keep talking, they they stop laughing so that they okay, they want to hear the next thing. So they stop. Right. It sucks when you stop your own laugh. You know what I'll do is that once I realize I did that, I'll explain the joke since I have their attention. <laughs> okay, watch this. Watch this. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, ha oh, yes. You did not announce yourself. We were only adjusting each other's exchanging gauges. data. Yes. I gave them a chance to turn themselves in. Uh oh, but did they? No. Zero, zero, no. Listen to this guy. Oh, he does say no. No. Uh oh, Robert Klein hardware. Well, he was going. <laughs> he was going through like three or four examples. I gave them a chance to turn themselves in. Did they? No. It's almost like a Ted, Ted Knight or whatever. Uh huh. Oh yeah, and uh, Mary Tyler Moore. Too so, close for comfort. Yes. Um, I don't know. Alan, the director, said bad movies don't start out as bad movies. Good evening, and welcome to the Gates of Delirium, to our romp through the crags and crevices of excellent progressive rock and roll, confined mostly to the glory years of prog rock, 1969 to 1976, but the tradition lives on, and we explore all of it here at the Gates of Delirium. My name is Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd. I keep alive the hopes of the House of the Lancaster to take what as justifiably there is what was robbed of them. I embody the dream of Lancastrians everywhere when I say the throne of England shall be ours. We are here at the sprawling state-of-the-art studios of Putney Radio. You can find us on the intertubes at mutinyradio.fm. If you are listening now, you already have. We're coming to you from the heart of the Mission District of San Francisco, California. West Coast time is 6 o'clock. East Coast, 9 o'clock. The time in Amsterdam is 3 in the morning. 
And in Vladivostok, it's even later than that. You do the math. We're going to listen to a wide variety of excellent choices tonight. We're going to start off with my favorite band, which happens to be a contemporary band from Somerset, England. They got things together in the early 90s, and they have been going ever since. The name of the band is Osric Tentacles. It is Wall of Sound, Space Prague. It is grandeur and whimsy and everything in between. This is Odd Weird from Osric Tentacles. Thank you. 
that was a small snafu. We found ourselves on shuffle instead of correct succession of sound. This is Oolong Oolong from Magic Tentacles.
Stand by while I check this out. Some technology has gone berserk here. Wondering, ah, here we go. We may have solved the problem. This is Nakura, still from Osric Tentacle. Thank you. 
to the ethereal sounds of Dead Can Dance. A band that came out of Scotland and England in the 80s with a reconstituted vision of classical Gothic music. Expanded with textures from the Arabian world, the medieval world, world of the apocalyptic. No, a lush tapestry. I love saying that. A lush tapestry of sound. Transporting and transcendent at the same time. You are listening to me, Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd, as I host the 25th installment of The Gates of Delirium. I am very thankful for all of you for your continued support, support, especially Alfred's World of Trousers. This is San Pedro from Ozark <laughs>
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! It's, it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Oh, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman! Hey! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard, we stream first here on MutinyRadio.fm. Yes, every Sunday. Make a habit of it. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You listen to mutinyradio.fm for L-W-A-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It is also a podcast. You know what? It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Right, Carl? Hi, Carl. Right. Hey, Mike. Right. What's up? W-L-A-F-L. Your drive time, DJ. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That acronym is also our podcast. So if you don't have time on Sundays to listen, you can listen Sunday night with our podcast description. And bonus, we're on the video on YouTube where you can watch us right now at our YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We do this every week. You listen to our podcast. You watch the movie at the same time. Carl, what is the movie this week? Heart bleeps. We will watch today. Heart bleeps, nineteen eighty one. It's one word. You go to your YouTube search engine and you put in heart, like boom, 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 and then bleep, right. like I don't know what, like a curse word. No, like a robot bleeps. Beeps, beeps, beeps. I'm screwing up the audience. Heart beeps. Oh, I'm such a jerk. B e e p s. Heart. One word. Heart. B e e p s. Nineteen nineteen eighty one. Sorry, audience. The channel no like is Ishka. Ishka. I-S-H-K-A-H. Uh, Ishka is hosting it. And he has it like it's almost uh, part of a, a playlist. It's number 41, Heart Beeps, starring Andy Kaufman. And then in right. parentheses, 1981. Really excited. This is a film I've heard about since 1981. I never mm-hmm. had a chance to see this movie. So lucky us, huh? Yeah, probably because yeah. it bombed. And I, I want to give a shout out to my buddy uh, FM DeMarco uh, for his movie podcast. His movie Facebook page recommended this link and finally found a link to Heartbeeps. So, Heartbeeps. I, I, I follow his father on uh, AM. AM. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, you know what, old man, I listen to uh, I listen to FM DeMarco. I think it's something to say. AM DeMarco. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I remember right. it tomorrow. Wow. We are all over the place. So here's what we're going to do. We want you to go find that link. That is course number 41 dot heart beeps starring Andy Kaufman, 1981. And then go ahead and press the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero. We should mention 
there's ads in this. Yes. So yes. when you hit it, there's probably going to be an ad, let the ad play, hit skip ad, and then hit pause when you get to the real meat of the movie. Rather short movie today. Uh, but once you get it paused and all ready and all set to go, heart beeping, when we say go, we want you to hit play and start the movie along with us so we can let us watch full length. Carl, we have a special comedian, celebrity comedian, to yes. do our celebrity comedian countdown. He's Take it away, Carl. Okay. Good evening, oh, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome. All right. Why did you play that clip? Were you playing that clip? Were you playing that clip? Johnny. Listen, I'm recording my podcast. Would you do our countdown? Sure. All right. This is Johnny Watson. He's a big time star. He was on Saturday Night Live. Uh, he was. In, he's streaming right now on that John Lennon Netflix film. Um, he was uh, what? <laughs> he's, he's, he's in this new movie called Fly Guys that's coming out. He was the star of this documentary called Last in Class. Ladies and gentlemen, counting us down from three, it's Johnny Watson. Thank you. Three, two, one. Go. Wow. Thank you, Carl's friend on the phone. My name is Crime Buster. 00719. 00719. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Carl, this movie's all over the place. What's going on? We'll get to opening credits in a minute. It just starts from this awkward way. In media res. In the middle of shit. <laughs> in the middle of shit. Welcome to the movie. We got a hostage negotiation happening right now. Okay, you see the tree stump? It's threatening him. He's a cop. He's a robot cop. Crime buster. Right. Move or I'll shoot. There must be a way I can mute this. Uh, yes. Uh, you can mute it. And it seems, is this a really talking movie, Carl? Yes, it's a very talky movie. Ron Gans is the voice of Crime Buster. And Ron, I didn't look you up. I was not impressed. <laughs> I'm so apologetic, Ron. Well, I, I recognize he's one of those, that guy's from Hollywood. You see that <laughs> robot, you're like, oh, it's that guy. It's that guy. Well, that robot, Mike, it's really interesting. It's from the $6 million man. Um, it was just they retooled it. And to use it in the, it was from an episode of the Six Million Dollar Man, and they just, you know, put a few more bells and whistles on it. I remember that's when Steve Austin taunted the other robots. Ha ha! I got a penis. <laughs> Andy Kaufman. How many movies has Andy Kaufman been in? Zero, right? Yeah, he was. Um, let's see here. I have him right here. Yeah, his name is Val, and we're getting to meet him right now. He's a robot. Um, hardly any. He was all over TV. You see, he was in negotiations for a movie about Tony Clifton, but they didn't have confidence in him because they didn't know if he was a star or not. You know, he could do it. So they right. put him in this film as a test. Wow, what an expensive test. Yeah, yeah, $12 million. And that's like, this is what, early 80s money? Yeah, now they made two million one hundred and fifty-four thousand. Like they lost ten million dollars on this film. Now here's Randy Quaid on the left. Well, yeah, on the left. Oh, the big guy. The one with the yeah, mega hat. From uh I guess you could say he's uh 
from National Lampoon's Vacation, right? That's how everyone knows yeah. him. I, I know him from tabloid newspapers from across the country in Canada ah. for, his, for his latest crazy antics. His, yeah, aunt, he, uh, he... his uncle is okay, but his antics is crazy, man. <laughs> and this is Kenneth McMillan. He's a character actor. You would know him from, like, Dune. And um, he always plays these, like, gruff, hostile characters. Uh, he was in Rhoda for years. He's a character actor. You'll know his face. Right now, sure. we're looking at his ears. Now, they just manufactured him, and they're going to let him go? or? Well, he's come in for repairs. Something's wrong. He's got to get fixed. So they're just warehousing him until it's time. Man, that makeup must be crazy. Yeah, it is. And the guy's like a award winner. He didn't win an Oscar, but he was nominated. He his his name is Stan Winston. And sure. he was he lost the Oscar to um American Werewolf in London. We can understand why he did. Right. But, what a uh, year. Okay, I got an ad going. Ad four, three, uh, two. Diarrhea of Red. Why would you have something called Dan? Hey, Angelinos, oh, don't God. tell me where I am. Stop specifying location. Skip ad. Sorry, that should be Denver. Skip ad. Is there a way I could skip the? Yeah, you could skip the ad. Skip the ad. I'm clicking skip ad. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I skipped on the actual. Ah. There, few. Ah. Hey, Bernadette Peters. Yeah. Now, who should his bunkmate be here on a high shelf in a store in a warehouse? But another model, this model, you see, he's Val. He's Valcom17485, and he's like a stockbroker kind of, like a commodities trader kind of robot. I know and his brother, Vic20. <laughs> yeah. Vic, Valcom, Valcom17485. We're going to call him Val. And she is Aquacom. 89045. Now, they didn't know about dot coms at that point, right? Valcom right. and Aquacom. Must be computer, though. Which is it's what dot com computer-y. is. It isn't. Um, and she is like a, a robot for parties. And not for sex, but for like um, serving at pool parties mostly. But other social functions, too. Like serving tray and engaging in conversation hey have you checked out my bernadette peters bot <laughs> no that sounds really interesting oh bernadette peter bot uh, yeah if i had a bernadette peters bot i would have big plans for her she I would, would be... ask her about her career, human's career you know what was it like to be working with the robot probably can't answer because doesn't know what it's like to, to work with other humans Sigourney Weaver was offered this role to be Bernadette Peters' role, and she really wanted to do it. And her agent was like, come on, what are you, crazy? What is Andy Kaufman? Ridiculous. It's a pretty crazy, crazy premise. Actress. <clears throat> What's that? It's a pretty crazy premise. I, I remember Alan Arquish. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's the director. He did a bunch of cool movies. Don't we like one of his films? Go crazy or something? Go bananas? Well, there's Get Crazy in nineteen. Get Crazy. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, I get it mixed up with Going Bananas. Engage in talk. 
Oh, all right, hang on. Uh, and we will hear Andy Kaufman. My designation is Aquacom. Aquacom. I am being custom reconditioned as a companion hostess That's for poolside parties and other social Yeah, and how she'll talk throughout. My observation concerning the I beauty do like the of sunset. the sunset. The sunset is pretty. Is yeah. The director did do a good job. Now, this guy started with, like, with Roger Corman. What? What? No, no. Come on. Come on. Oh, I thought you were talking. Hang on. Well. By the time I unmute, I, I miss out. However, for the calm series robots, charm increases desirability and is therefore valuable knowledge. I too am in the companion series. You hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I want to hear more. I am Valcom 17485. Function? Okay, I don't want to hear any more. Okay. Oh, that is really annoying. Well, that's the movie. Great. But it's endearing and sweet. I mean, I've seen it a bunch of times with sound, and they're playing the nice music. John Williams did this music, by the way. Yeah. The producer who worked on this was also with John Williams on uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, so they pulled him in. It's a really beautiful soundtrack, but, like, John... That's like hitting it up, fixing it with a hammer, you know? I mean, it's too, he's too good for this film. Well, Stan, Stan Winston is a pretty impressive special effects guy. And yeah. just by losing to Rick Baker that year, it just shows how crazy uh, competition was. But they're all like stellar people. This movie, like, I remember when it came out in the theaters and the ad campaign looked really weird. Yeah. It really you, you can't really say that for many films. The taglines are funny. Um, meet a modern nuclear family unlike any other. Well, that's not funny. Um, yeah, they're not funny. Okay. Excuse me. The other tagline is wanted. Be on the lookout for this gang of misfit robots. It's really actually not good tags at all, is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'll be on the lookout. People will be like, Mike, that was a movie poster. You don't really have to look out for misfit <laughs> robots. Now, there will be a thunderstorm, and during this thunderstorm, they will both be scared. In this movie, robots totally have emotions. Do they it's really? Anthony Quinn, should I get it? It's Anthony Quinn. I won't get it. Um, no, I don't. What was I saying? They have emotion in this. You'll see. Go ahead, come on. Why don't you be don't be stingy on the mute this episode? Okay, hang on, just give me a second. I'm doing this old fashioned style. I gotta uh, manually do stuff. Okay. Okay, hang on. No, I wanna hear it. Uh, yeah, you're just gonna hear a thunderstorm, Mike. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> give me a break. Wait, hang on, one Old school, I have to manually click the button. Yeah, you have to manually. Yeah. It's old that school. Looks... I got to switch browser windows. Oh, you do? I... Yeah, I can't see you, Carl. I have. I want to see okay. you. I, Watch the movie. I guess so. This is okay, some pretty well, cool. So now the storm is calming, so they're not being, you know, holding hands and being scared. But they like suddenly, 
see they don't like each other like love or something like it will grow into that or, now, aren't or they gonna be future? trying to telegraph that uh-oh yeah training oh, 007 spy bot <laughs> crime buster crime buster crime buster. Now, that i just tickles me pink that this is from a tv show with uh and it's the six million dollar man right this guy's great mike don't be stingy on the mute button with this guy and don't do it now don't do it now throughout our film be ready by the time i press the button they're gonna talk now is this james coco is this uh paul dooley no um kill the kid you know what? Okay, it's Barry Diamond. Oh, I know Barry Diamond. I didn't look him up. I He's looked up. Like, I'm not going to say poor man's Bobcat, but he was in uh, Bachelor Party as a crazy friend. Oh. Uh, he's he's really funny. He's, he was in National Lampoon's Class Reunion, which we saw back in the day. Yes, we did. And uh, it's, 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 he's always a welcome presence. Uh, he's a, he did a bunch of comedy albums in the 80s. Rainbow. Pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah. It's like, what is the function of a rainbow? You're it not has any to scientific of all the colors on the spectrum that the human eye can detect. Yes. He got to perform with Carol Kane too in Taxi. So he's he's performed with Bernadette Peters and Carol Kane. Now, Bernadette Peters was all about Broadway. We think of her as a movie star, because that's how we know right. her, but really, most all of her career was Broadway. And of course, she was in The Jerk, and you know, she was, she was in a lot of films. Um, Pennies from Heaven, Annie, the, she was on Carol Burnett Show, The Muppet Show, she was in Silent Movie, but really, she won Tony Awards, she was nominated all the time, she was really a I always associate her with uh, Mel Brooks movies, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Kimmy Schmidt. Wasn't she the landlord on that show? I think so. Or no, that's probably Carol Kane. I got it mixed up. God damn it. I don't know who Carol Kane is. Can you believe that? She looks exactly like Bernadette Peters. Oh, here's Barry Diamond. Hang on. Let me manually click it. Now, this is a very delicate machine. It's not right to just oh, tell me what's clicks. right. Speaking of right... Mm -hmm. I'm staying Randy. at this gorgeous hotel. I told the clerk, I got a leak in the sink. He said, go ahead. Customer's always right. <laughs> Carl, that's my act. <laughs> so, I got a um, leak in my sink. Yeah, they underutilized uh, Randy Quaid here because he plays a straight guy the whole time, which we've seen him do before. But he's really yeah, he's a always like a big actor. Bug. Well, in the 70s, he was like a serious actor. One for uh, his Cuckoo's Nest, The Last Detail. Yeah. The Last Detail, for sure. I don't know if he was in Cuckoo's Nest. Well, don't so quote me you, on Cuckoo's Nest. Do you, do you think that, like, National Lampoon movie, you know, Vacation, really suddenly, now he's a comedic actor? Well, I mean, he also was on SNL, like, during that weird year as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, with Martin Short and Harry Shearer, like they just oh, uh, Anthony Hall, Michael Anthony Hall, and and Robert Downey Jr. Wasn't it him? 
Yeah. They just stacked that show. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. Click. Hang on. Click. And he didn't hear the weasel. Oh, I miss. I just. I just got his punchline. Yeah. <laughs> right. Every bit where they the guy tells a joke, you start with the punchline. And that's not what the monkey said. And then everyone goes, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's classic. That I, I remember that most like they they'd be at a um one time like the Flintstones got rich. They were having a cocktail party and that was <laughs> so the monkey says <laughs> The scene opens up with him telling finishing a joke. <laughs> yeah. It's all living. <laughs> it's all living. Oh no. Uh. Oh, I'm clicking oh, skip that. I'm clicking Distant skip that. Mountains. I need to take a field trip with a highly intelligent companion. Okay, how to come there's no collect, oh, there store and interpret data? I lack such a unit. The so Barry <laughs> Diamond has a plan for these two? No. No, he's a I third wheel. Are they robot small talking? No, Doesn't he's proposing that they leave there and go. he wants to go out and gather data about lumber, which is what he trades in commodities, you see. So he thinks this will help his primary function. And he needs, he desires a unit to assist him with processing and interpretation of data. And she's like, I am such a unit. Cute. Oh, wow. So they really met cute in this movie. Yeah, this movie is cute throughout the whole thing. That's a good way to explain it. And uh, this this wasn't a hit. This was a big bomb. And uh, Andy Kaufman, like, shot his own foot in a way because he didn't get... Uh, okay, I don't know. He didn't... This wasn't his baby. You know what I mean? They gave him the right. script. They put him in it. Um, so it's a little unfair. But uh, and also, look, they greenlighted his budget, not him, it's the director and the producer. They greenlighted the budget with under this mistake of R2D2 and C3PO are very popular with kids. Can you imagine, Carl? God damn it, get me production. We need an R2D2 movie in right. the pipelines now. What about this Kaufman kid? We've been looking to try him out. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You mean that Tony Clifton oh. pick? You I'm recognize so the character actor? I recognize the board game. Aren't they playing Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer? Mm -hmm. That's Hungry Hungry Finger Pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Who it's left a... the fridge door open? Mike! I don't, rec I don't recognize any of them. What's up, Carl? He's saying like, I got my wife the cleanup bot, and she loves it. I don't know. This truck and its contents might be valuable to us. Yeah, so let's it just save us steal time it. and energy depreciation. Oh man, these robots have gone bad. Yeah, they're breaking bad that. in a, in the uh, that camper. Um, where is um? God damn it! What's his name? Cat skill, cat skill model. 
Checky. Jackie. I thought I made that name up. I didn't. Checky's a real name. Checky Green's like one of the world's most famous Catskills comedians. Oh, okay. Okay. I in uh Life's Laugh Lessons, I named the guy Shacky and nobody batted an eye. I didn't know I was paying homage. Yeah, that's right. You so, were. There, there was a Jewish humor magazine called Shecky Magazine for a while. <laughs> now, right now, she's being a like kind of wife. She's like, my danger sense is. Why don't you reach? You know, could you reduce speed, please? Please check map. I don't need map, honey. Please right, check right. map. So it's like, what'd you do with the robots? They're not there. The fuck? So now Randy Quaid and, and um, gosh, his name's Max. Max okay. and Charlie. Stupid names. Um, oh, here. Here we go. Is that Ned Beatty? You two get pressure. And Good guess. God, I'm Good guess. It. Look, Rob, try to Don't fly. look Rob and me, God. Damn it. It's Richard Stahl, who we saw in Hopscotch. Right. Isn't he Isn't he Arliss? Best known as Arliss? I don't no. think so. No. Well, he's I best the... known for Splash. He was the doctor in Splash. Gotcha. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Run off and, and find, find us a no unicorn. So it's like you guys gotta go, gotta leave the complex and go find them. They're in Colorado. They shot in Colorado. Now nice. it gets warm in Colorado, so it really limited the time in which they could have the makeup on. It would start to melt's not the right word. It would start to go bad. Yeah, I mean it looks really restrictive. The the robot robot makeup looks cool. Don't get me wrong. Like I would love it to have like that. Robots. Yeah, totally. I don't know about the robot with the mouth open to the side. I feel uncomfortable being served food from it. <laughs> I think it'll be mocking me. <laughs> Crime Buster 007. No relation. The James Bond. I got that joke right. Oh, Carl, I watched this movie. If I don't know if you, you're a fan of uh, Ip Man. But the fourth one, uh, Ip Man's in San Francisco in the 1950s. He's the guy who taught Bruce Lee there were no IP uh, addresses in the 1950s. Well, they have, they're in a military base and it's, it's a Chinese production and they have English in it. So the drill sergeant is like, bust your ass. And at one point he goes, uh, put the banana in the tailpipe. Oh, really? From Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Yeah. I think the movie was 2003, but the drill sergeant yells at them, banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> we're not following any banana in the tailpipe. It sounds like the military is yelling that. God, I love it. Hitman, really good. So Hitman for the finale. Val ran us off the road, you know, because <laughs> you know, awkward right. He was driving crazy. And um now they gotta figure stuff out, you know. They're a little trapped. So they're in Colorado right now, even though it looks like they just shot somewhere. It looks like they shot in your backyard, Carl. No, that looks. Look at those pines. That All looks right. like Colorado. Nice. You see that, like, 
cooling shade, even though it's hot as shit, that the pines give. Yeah. That's that kind of forest. Now, Barry Diamond was with them all the time? Yeah. He's the third the wheel. Back. Literally, okay, now, right? They've got all these spare parts, and now that the truck has crashed, they've got to carry him, and that's not efficient. Okay, and Val is efficient, so what he does is he and Bernadette Peters assemble a unit, a little robot, with all their spare parts. And what this you know, becomes really yeah. is their child. Oh! Ah! 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 Skip ad. Phew! Thank you. I, for a second, I wanted a beer. There he is. That's our kid. Kid bot. Right. Hello, you are listening to AM DeMarco. <laughs> my, your dad, dad, but this is my show. Sorry, FM. Wow, there was a lot of shitty robots in the early 80s. I, I can't, these robots are not as bad as Disney's The Black Hole robots. Oh, those were horrible. Those were like Sam and Bob. Yeah. Yeah. But this guy. Oh, I think there's a Christian analogy going through the black hole. <laughs> Shut up, Bob. That robot smoking a cigar, I think they only made one of him, and they said, we should not make a second one. <laughs> he's a cat. He's, a, he's the stand-up comedian. You can have him for the night. He's a cat skills model. Oh, I got you. Funny thing happened on the way to the... Yeah. Yeah. Humor processing now. Humorous, insert humorous, humorous story. Now, the person who really is going to end up loving his jokes is um, uh, the little guy. What's his name? How can I not remember what his name is? There was a lot of names I saw in the opening credits, like a lot of people I recognize. Phil, Phil. Okay, so I don't understand this, and I should have researched this. It says Jerry Garcia as Phil's voice. Can you believe that? Phil is the little... Um, How would that be possible? I, I, I think it's this possible. The director used to work when he was a kid at NYU. He used to work at the Fillmore East, and the Grateful Dead went in and out of there a lot. A lot of stars did. Sure. But... The, let me just look at this up and at a cocktail party I was I do remember like when this movie came out, it's robots walking around in the forest. Yes, it is. There's something <laughs> weird about there's something weird about that. Like it's cool. Well, okay. As you know, robots run on electricity. So what hap happens? If you run out of electricity, ooh, ooh, I know. Teach, pick, pick me. Ooh, um, ooh. Spiegelman. It's it's pronounced Spiegelman, uh, Mr. Goy. Uh, they they don't robot. What? They don't robot. I don't know. Yeah, they stop I... robotting. <laughs> no mo. Nomo Roboto. Nomo. <laughs> Nomo Gato, Mr. Gato. Nomo Robotos. 
Jerry Garcia. It is. It's the real Jerry Garcia. Now there's I guess still, there's a guy named Phil in the Grateful Dead. He's the other one. Oops, isn't it O C H O C H S? Isn't that him? Phil no. Oops. Oh Weir, isn't it Weir? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, you're right. It's not Phil Weir. Maybe it's the it's drummer not... is. Huh. John Weir. Okay, oh, never now... mind. Do we have to talk to a deadhead now to figure this out? I blame marijuana. I should know the answers right at the tip of my tongue. Right. But you don't have any marijuana, so it's not. Oh, yes, I do. Nothing, oh, yes, I nothing's, do. Nothing's That's registering. Why. Nothing's registering because you have a. Yeah, it's great. It's a good contrast, Carl. You see, they're in human robots, and this is nature. Now, she's a character. I, I don't know. Her name's Kathleen Freeman, and uh, she was in vaudeville. You see her on the left there? Yeah. She was, like, with Jerry Lewis in 11 films, like, a, being, a, like, a foil. That's sure. How, she was in the Blues Brothers. They called her the Penguin. She was... Uh, right, she was the nun. Right. You know, when she was in the new Dragnet and Naked Gun, 33 and a third, and she had cameos in Gremlins, and she she's a big deal. Yeah, they got they got a ringer in this movie called the Naked Gun. They're calling. Uh, they're calling for Phil. They're looking for Phil. He has. He is lost. Phil unit. Phil come. Calm. Ray's last name is Calm. I might be wrong. Their last name is Calm. Hi, is Phil there? Two bar. Yeah, Phil there? Fill my pockets? Hang on, let me check. <laughs> Phil there? Phil, fill my pockets? I didn't nobody name that name. My pocket. Okay, so they're looking. Okay, wait till you see her. There's her face. You know her now. Yeah, of course. She's in like uh, I know her from Jerry Lewis movies. I've I've seen her, <laughs> ladies man. No, but in the I gotta tell you, Mike. I watched. Uh, that's not really true. I took a look at some clips. I watched right. um, her in those Jerry Lewis films, and uh, she's a young person. She does not look like that. She was in a bunch of movies, but she had, I know who you're yeah, talking about. I recognize her. Well, let's see uh, here. Wow, they found the uh, cigarette lighter. I was born a cigarette lighter, and now I am sentient. Bleep blorp. <laughs> so they've already started a nuclear family. Yeah, that's our tag. Terrible tag. <laughs> Now, I this didn't get a, any Razzies, but the um, 1981 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards really favored them. Um, Wait a minute. The 1981 Stinker Awards? Were yeah, they like the Razzies away. They, It's all nominations. This film didn't win any categories, but it was nominated. Worst picture, worst screenplay, screenplay. most painfully unfunny comedy, worst Wow. was Andy Kaufman. Most of accent. Wow, he won the 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 Covenant and Notorious Worst Accent Award from the Stinkers. No, no, just nominated, and it's the Stinkers, uh, the Stinkers Bad Movie Award. Look, oh. the Razzies won. The Razzies have legs. They're still with us today. 
The Razzies are the VHS of uh, Betamax competitors. Bingo. Gotcha. Uh, stinkers, you left us too soon. <laughs> Just when Megaforce was coming out, too. Huh? Guys, you blew it. Kroll was coming out next year. You All blew right. it, stinkers. You blew it, stinkers. Had you been around for a couple more years, could have done more movies. <laughs> I can see the makeup, you know, melting. It must have been it real smoke. Do you think it's like, do you feel like as an audience member looking at their makeup, you feel like kind of sorry for them? Like it's distracting? Like, yeah, My, they must be no, a lot of pain. I never am sympathetic with you. You're always looking at the plight of the actor. Like, oh sure. my God, they made them do this. They're uh -huh. mud wrestling. I never... Emphasize. Oh, These are movie stars. They, they should earn their money. Listen, Eddie Deason's roommate was not a movie star. He was just supposed to show up to Bugsy's girl. He did That's not know true. he was going to be mud wrestled. That is true. You you yeah. you got me there. Got you there. There's other ones about that film too that were you know the guy getting hung upside down and yeah yeah. But, but this is a $12 million budget. It's Bernadette Peters. I do not feel bad that some makeup is caking on her face. They Yeah, I mean, they spent a lot on this makeup, too. God, I can't believe they said robots are hot. Make me a <laughs> robot movie. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they did from 3P. 3P uh, so right now what's happening, just like Val made the dumb decision, I am in full control of this vehicle. He's like, I will reason with the bear, right? So he goes in there say, look at my non-threatening manner, bear. We would like to share your cave. <laughs> Are wow. you damaged? Yeah, a hurt, little hurt pride. Lost his bow tie. Uh, no, he gave it to Phil. That was a locator unit. So now if Phil gets lost again, I, I should have mentioned. He took off his bow tie, which was his locator unit, and he put it on Phil. I apologize for not realizing the plot. Bear. Well, because they love Phil. They're starting to like Phil is in, Phil is not a unit that can protect himself. We must care for Phil. Oh, interesting. Interesting parody and satire of the of the modern family. You know, it really is a cute film. Um, yeah. And I don't really think it deserved its bomb as much as you don't invest $12 million in this. I have to say the runtime is a little disconcerting. I mean, it's 87 minutes. Uh, yeah, well, they hated the first cut from this director, Alan Arkush. Arkush. Alan Arkush. Say it again. This, okay. This guy did rock and roll high school. Right. No, I know who he is. He's really funny. With the Ramones. <laughs> yeah. He's made uh, Get, Go Crazy is a good movie. Uh, yeah, he's done some good ones. So it's kind of, you know, I'm not surprised to see he's the one who came up with this. He did Caddyshack too. I don't know if that's a big deal, but he did El Elvis meets Nixon in 97. I think that was right. Pretty... <clears throat> he did like a drama called um, Shake, Rattle, and Rock for TV in '94. It was supposed to be the prequel 
to uh, rock and roll high school. So he was born in Jersey and he went to school in Fort Lee. And when he was went to oh. high school in Fort Lee, the director, Alan Urkush, and when he went to, you know, he got inspired to make the film from his experiences in high school. He goes to NYU and who is his professor and advisor? Martin Scorsese. Nice. I thought it was going to be Xavier, uh, Charles <laughs> Xavier, but that's that's not bad either. Professor X. That's so dark. Uh, What's going on? He worked for Roger Corman, and then he had the opportunity to make Rock and Roll High School with the Ramones. And so Roger Corman was like, if you do a good job, you'll never have to work for me again. Because they're like, I think he made it, you know. From what I understand, him and Joe Dante edited the trailers for New World Pictures for Corman. That's exactly right. They made yeah. the trailers, those two. Yeah, and I, th I haven't seen Hollywood Boulevard, but they, they co-directed a movie early in their careers. Uh, I don't know if it's a, the stock footage of other movies or just like kids mm -hmm. driving up and down Hollywood Boulevard or what have you. But, now, uh, by the way, Catskill guy is telling